Dear Founder, as you know, there's no blueprint for entrepreneurship. You wear so many hats, you burn the midnight oil, you pour your heart and soul into everything that you do. But without a doubt, the journey is worth every single second that you put into it. I'm Lindsay Pinchuk, host of the Dear Founder podcast. I say this because I've lived it for over a decade. I started my first company with $500 in my pocket and a baby in my belly. I grew it and I sold it all. This podcast is my weekly letter to you. We'll talk all things starting, growing, nurturing, and in some cases, even selling a business. Together with some of my closest contacts, I'm here to help you find your own success, whatever that means to you. The ride as a founder is the ride of your life. So come on in and join me for another episode that will get you one step closer to reaching your own founder goals. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Founder. Many of you have continued to ask me questions about posting and your social media for your business during this incredibly wild and difficult time. So today we're going to take another deep dive. This time we're going to talk about the importance of not only speaking out, but speaking out with the right message and in the right way. If you haven't listened to last week's episode about navigating social media during a crisis, I invite you to take a listen. It's a great complement to today's conversation, and I know a lot of you listened, and a lot of you provided really positive feedback about what was shared. But before we get into today's episode, I'm your host, Lindsay Pinchuk, and for those of you who are new around here, I've been building brands for nearly 25 years, since college. I started my own company back in 2010 with just a $500 investment, and I grew that business to reach 3 million users per month across multiple platforms and generate seven figures in revenue for six years straight. I didn't have a marketing budget, and I started my community from scratch. I built that community through practical, cost-effective, organic marketing strategies, and this was all before I led my company's acquisition to a large agency holding company in 2019. Two years later, I exited with one goal, to support other female founders and businesswomen through their own entrepreneurship journeys. If you have anything to add to today's conversation, I would love it if you reached out either via email, lindsay at lindsaypinchuk.com, or you can DM me at lindsaypinchuk. So today we're going to discuss the importance of speaking up and speaking up in the right way. First and foremost, I want to say, do not stay silent on an important issue or on a social issue, or in this case, on a global issue, because you're afraid of losing followers or getting canceled. That is truly the most ridiculous reason I could ever imagine for not taking a stance on an issue that is so important in the world, especially one that's impacting the entire globe. So my question for you, first and foremost, is like in regards to this issue is, would you have stayed silent on 9-11? I can answer this question for almost every single one of you. This situation we're dealing with right now and that is happening today really is no different. We are talking about terrorism. And so taking a stance about what's going on in the world it's not going to get you canceled, okay? Like, and I'm going to get into this as we as we go, but you might lose followers. I have lost followers over the last week, but it really doesn't matter. 
Okay. And we're going to get into this in a second, but over the last week, there has been a lot that I wish I could unsee, not only as it relates to the horrible atrocities in this war, but also to how people, businesses, and brands have handled it. If you, your brand, your company has taken sides on another social issue or other social issues in the past, and you're not denouncing the horrific terrorist attacks, your community is taking note. They are talking. I can promise you this. Here's what they're noticing. Your community notices if you're silent. Your community notices if you're taking advantage of the current crisis and selling them something. Your community notices when you continue posting because you think you have to. Your community notices if you respond with rage. Your community notices when you side with actual terrorism. And they notice that when you don't, they notice when you don't denounce actual terrorism. And when you don't denounce actual terrorism, your community feels like you're siding with the terrorists. Newsflash. Like I said, you can't pick and choose which social issues you support and which you ignore. If you stand up for one racial, religious, or social minority, you need to talk about all of them. Now, this really holds true across the board, but especially holds true if you are a company or a corporation. As it stands, terrorism isn't a social issue. It's a global humanitarian issue. It's a global crisis. As a brand or a business, you can't be afraid to take a stance and to stand on the right side of humanity and history. And the brands that are doing so, they are receiving huge accolades for stepping up and speaking out. You are not going to get canceled if you do so. So I am really proud that almost Every single one of my clients has posted denouncing the terror attacks on innocent civilians in Israel, as well as mourning the loss of innocent victims in all areas of this war, including the Gaza Strip. Each of them came to me, each of my clients came to me, either telling me that they were posting or asking me for help to craft the perfect message. And while sure, every single one of them has seen people come out of nowhere to criticize them, whatever it is that they've said. The support that they've all received has been far more significant and really overwhelming in many circumstances. I'm going to share with you some of the advice that I've given to all of my clients. Taking an effective stance and addressing what's going on in the world connects you to your current customer base. When I tell you about the connections that I've created over the last week, That's not why you speak up, but when you speak up and you speak the truth, the doors of connection open. I can't even tell you how many incredible people I have connected with, I have learned from. I'm going to get into a couple of stories in a a little bit about just people who have come out of the woodworks that I haven't seen in years. You connect with your customer base when you speak your truth about anything. Ignoring it leaves them asking, what the actual fuck? And I'm going to get into some situations of that as well. 
Like I said, you will get backlash no matter if you speak up or if you don't speak up, but your silence will be much louder than anything that you have to say. And you will get backlash. Like I said, yes, like you will if you post, but if you don't, it will be far worse. And I want you to hear me out with this. The loudest people on the internet right now are those who agree with the acts of the terrorists. If you recall January of 2021, those who agreed with the insurrection of our country were also the loudest on social media. But guess what? None of these people and none of those people are your actual customers. Not one. I want to share a couple of stories with you. I'm so appreciative to the many of you who have slid into my DMs over the last week, thanking me for speaking up and apologizing to me for the hate that I've had to endure. But I want to tell you something. This is nothing new to me. I I can take it. I've been speaking out since the internet was invented, and I don't regret any of it. And likely, the fact that I speak out has brought you to me. It's brought you here. I spoke out in 2010 about introducing formula to my breastfed baby and the La Leche League, they came for me. I spoke out about getting your pertussis vaccine, your Tdap vaccine, or your Dtap vaccine when a childhood friend of mine passed whooping cough onto her baby unknowingly and her baby passed away. I talked about the importance of getting that vaccine when you're pregnant and the anti-vaxxers came for me. I talked about the COVID vaccine and the anti-vaxxers came for me again. I spoke out about the need for proper gun laws following a mass shooting in my community, and the pro-Second Amendment Republicans came for me. I spoke out about a woman's right to choose regularly, and the pro-life crowd comes for me all the time. And when my own company was bought in 2019, in 2020, I spoke up for Black Lives Matter. It was the corporation who bought me, who silenced me, who told me I couldn't talk about Black Lives Matter or anything, quote, controversial. Ironically, given the turn of events with Black Lives Matter, (laughs) you know, I did this, I did share this on my personal account. And now in hindsight, I'm like, oh my God, like I want to throw up by everything that they've said. But in the moment, it was the right thing to do. And it was what I wanted to do. And it was what I felt in my heart of hearts. And when I was silenced by the red tape and the legalities of corporate America, that was when I realized that I wanted to leave my own company that I sold. I did not want to work for the corporation who bought my company if I couldn't speak out for my community. What was important to me and what was right was really, really important for me to share. And I didn't want to be a part of it if I couldn't. The point is, I don't care who comes for me as long as I'm speaking my truth. And while my truth might not be yours, I stand by my truth unequivocally and I don't waver and I encourage you to do the same. So sure, some assholes slide into my DM. They don't come nicely, but I don't expect them to. And without a doubt, whenever I share any of these topics, including the fact that I'm Jewish, I support Jews and Israel, which is something I talk about all the time, I always lose followers. But do you want to know what? I don't care. I do not care. And I'm going to tell you why in a moment. I'm here, right? I'm sharing my opinion. I haven't been canceled. And my companies that I have built have never been canceled either for me doing so. I am really proud to stand up for what I believe in. 
and you should be too. Those who are loud about any issue, they're just trying to wreak havoc. They're trying to spread terror and they're trying to scare you into not posting, not sharing the truth and not standing up for what's right. They're trying to make it so you don't speak out. This applies to any and every controversial topic. These people are not trying to buy your product or your service. That I can assure you. Your bottom line will not be impacted if you speak out and people come for you in your comments or in your DMs because they are not transacting with you to begin with. Sure, like I said, you might lose followers, but I will tell you this. You will also gain followers, the right followers, followers who are meant to be in your community because they align with you and your mission. I have gained so many amazing followers this week. I've also lost so many as well. Good riddance to them. When you speak your truth, you also find these connections that you would have never found elsewhere. Besides the fact that I've made some of the most important relationships in my lifetime by sharing my truth on controversial topics, just yesterday, someone reached out to me and said, I saw your video on, in- on Instagram and I think we went on a teen tour together. Sure enough, it was my friend from my American Trails West trip in 1995. Sidebar, this is also a product of Jewish geography at the very, very best. So really good things can come when you speak out. I am a testament to that. But I can assure you this. When you're silent and you're silent on a cause that everyone is talking about, like I said earlier, your silence will be louder if you continue to post as if it's just business as usual. Don't forget, what you do and what you don't do right now on social media will in fact have a lasting impression among your actual community and your customers for years to come. So what I wanted to do today is I wanted to share some examples of things I've seen this week about speaking out, what a, power, what a powerful message can do for your brand, the importance of what you say and how you say it, and what happens when you're silent. So I'm going to share a few stories with you. And each of these examples is a lesson for all of us business owners. At the end of the day, if you take away one thing from this episode, it should be this. Don't be afraid to take a stance to share your opinion. Make sure you sit down, craft a statement that resonates with your community, but don't ever, ever be afraid to speak up for what's right. So the first story I'm going to share with you is about crafting a message that will resonate with your community. This is really important. I'm going to share the story with you about LB Baby from this week. Um, LB Baby is a retailer. They have a location on the Upper West Side in New York City, but they have a kick-ass e-commerce site. Um, And if you are in need for anything for your baby or child, any baby gear, car seat strollers or whatnot, you absolutely should be shopping at LB Baby. They're a family-owned business, and they have the very, very best selection and customer service. They're a partner of mine from when I was in the baby space. And what they said this week on social media, I am so, so proud of them. So I'm going to read you their statement, and then I'm going to share a little bit about it. So their statement on Instagram was this. It took a few days, but they made a really powerful statement. It said, for the babies, the children, the elderly, the mothers and fathers, the brothers and sisters, our our hearts are broken. It's hard to even find the words when something so unimaginable happens. These horrible acts of terrorism are not just against Jewish people, they are against humankind, and we are further, and we are, we are, 
further, furthered and horrified to see history repeating itself. We want our babies, your babies, to grow up in a world that is safe, where they are loved for who they are and not for where they are from, what religion they practice, the color of their skin, or who they love. I want you to keep in mind, this is a store that serves parents and parents-to-be. And this is the most perfect statement for a store which serves parents and parents-to-be, making their lives and their babies' lives better. This is not a generic statement. This is not a middle-of-the-road statement. It is a defined, strong statement that their customers will remember forever, and they will remember them for this statement that they made. So I want you to just take note because this was something that was crafted so carefully when it was read to me on the phone after it was posted um, by a friend of mine. I, I literally said this statement is genius. It is just so good how it ties back to the community at hand and to what is going on in the world. They address the situation, they take a stance, and they address it as to how it impacts their community. So the second story that I want to talk about is about, the point is this, don't be afraid to speak out at your company if you work for a company, if you don't agree with how they're handling the situation. So I want to share a story that was shared with me this week. The Jewish employees at Pinterest met with their leadership last week who listened to what they had to say about what's going on in Israel and they ended up coming out with a very strong statement. The employees spoke up internally. They helped to educate their leadership and explain to them that this isn't about politics or our own government, but it's about the fact that our government has named Hamas as a terrorist organization. And in the end, after this meeting, I was told that Pinterest issued, well, I have the statement, but I was told by someone internally that it took this meeting and after this meeting of education, Pinterest issued a strong statement in support of the Jewish people, and they even signed the pledge of the Anti-Defamation League. So I share this story with you because you don't have to have your own business to speak up. This just shows that speaking up is as important as ever, even in the corporate world. It's important not to be combative, but to express your sincere truth through an educational and a non-whiny way in the corporate environment. When you do this and companies start to see the truth, they start to speak out and speak the truth on your behalf. And we need more companies to speak up. So please don't be afraid to go to your leadership and to share with them what it is that you're feeling if you don't like how they have addressed this. So the third thing I want to talk about is to be mindful of your personal brand, especially if you're representing a larger corporation, either in a contractual or freelance way or internally. But I'm going to share a story with you of something that happened this week. Um, a freelance writer this week was fed up with her inbox and she posted this statement. Okay, so this is the statement that she posted in her stories on Instagram. The statement read, all I'm going to say is that I'm hearing a lot of publicists, editors, and brand founders that are currently in my inbox spreading a lot of anti-Palestinian hate. Want to call my family terrorists online? Don't fucking ask me for product placement, freelance gigs, or to go to your dumbass event. There's an abundance of bitches that align with your, with your, bigoted, with your bigoted shots. Talk to them instead. 
don't share something like this, okay? Because the only person who it's going to hurt is you. I actually took a screenshot of this. I was so horrified and I posted it and I tagged the original poster and she came for me. She came for me in a rage-filled, kind of hateful way, claiming that I was okay with Palestinian hate. And I responded to her really calmly and I said, I'm not okay with hate, but as a public figure and a public voice, this really wasn't the way to handle your hurt and frustration. She represents a brand who could in turn fire her. And in the end, what I realized is that she needed guidance more than anything. She denounced Hamas to me, and I told her that she should take her story down if she wants to keep her job, because heaven forbid her employer sees it. She's a freelancer. They could fire her. I also told her that it's okay to stand up for your cause, but she has to do it in the right way. So number one, don't stoop to the level of the people in your inbox. And number two, it's not what you say, but it's how you say it, right? Like using those words and that rage just is not the right way to do it. She asked me how to react and I told her to act like an adult, to take the high road and to explain the facts and to remain calm. Tensions are high right now, but rage begets rage. And I told her that this was not worth losing a job she loves over. There are better ways to handle yourself. And in the end, I took down my story and I apologized to her for sharing it, but I do think it was a blessing in disguise. She apologized to me and took the story down. She told me she appreciated my concern. And I told her that she has every right to defend her people. And she told me she was sorry that she came for, came to, came for me in a very, that she was sorry she came for me and she was sorry if it sounded like it came from an anti-Semitic place that it wasn't. So I just share this because one, you can't share stuff like this on your social media, especially if you do work for someone else and it's about your work. Number two, sometimes it just takes a calm, simple conversation to make things happen. And three, you know, she and I clearly were on very opposite ends of the spectrum when it came to this situation, but we found a common ground to agree upon. And I'm actually really proud of proud of it. And I'm proud of the fact that she acknowledged that she shouldn't have like come at me, that she acknowledged that maybe that wasn't the right approach. And hopefully in the end, it saved her from some heartache. So the next story I want to share is one that a lot of people came to me in my inbox about. So the lesson is don't gloss over the situation with a generic statement in your stories especially if you're continue to post you're continuing to post your content as usual. So if you post something in your stories, it's going to disappear and people are going to think that you've said nothing. The example I'm talking about right now is Peloton. And I want to be clear, I love my Peloton. It's my safe space, it's my personal care, but I don't love how the company handled this situation and I know a lot of you don't either. Peloton has spoken out for every single social issue known to man. Every single one. In fact, the Peloton Studios Instagram handle made a post, I think it was October 13th. It was four days from when this is going to air, celebrating Black culture. And at that point, I don't even think that they had made a statement about what had happened in Israel. So this company let almost a week go by before they said anything. They're one of the largest communities in the world. 
This is a company who prides themselves upon community. And as a part of that community, there are Jewish members. And yes, as a part of that community, there are Palestinian members too. But regardless of that, no community should tolerate terrorism amongst any one of their community members. That's a whole other story. But neither Peloton nor the faces of Peloton, their instructors, said much of anything for six whole days following the gruesome attack on Israel, leaving many in the community angry and sad and disgruntled that this place where they come for peace and self-care was not addressing the biggest issue in the world, especially after commenting on every other social issue known to mankind. And you could see it on the faces of their instructors throughout the week. They were feeling it. And when they did finally put up a statement, you could have blinked and missed it. It was their stories on their main, it was in their stories on their main account, and those go away. Though I don't really know as it is, it's not longer, it's it's not there any longer, and clearly it didn't have much of a of a lasting impact on me as a customer. I don't really know or remember what it what it said, but I don't think that it denounced terrorism, and I don't even recall it using the words Israel or Jewish. Again, I'm not sure exactly what it said. I don't remember, and it's not there anymore. And I'll tell you, people are pissed. They're still talking about it. And by Peloton waiting as long as they did and barely uttering a word, it's going to leave a lasting impression on many of their members. When you're a company built on the pillar of community, you need to do everything you can to support everyone within your community and to make them feel safe. Remember the story I told you at the beginning of this episode about how the company who bought mine didn't want me to post about Black Lives Matter? That's why I eventually left my company. That's why I left the company that was bought because they were silencing me. So Don't gloss over the situation and don't just pretend like nothing has happened, especially if you are a company based on community. You have to make your community members feel like they belong. So the next lesson is to be careful what you say. It's online. It's not private, even if you're in a private Facebook group. So this week, many of you in the healthcare community reached out to me about a Facebook group called Physician, the Physician's Moms Group. Many of you have told me that for years there has been an anti-Semitic undertone by its moderator, but this week the group was encouraged to share about the war in Israel on one post only so that they could keep it kind of contained. But what ended up happening, according to many accounts, is that anyone who spoke out um, and spoke up for Israel was systematically removed from the group. And to make matters worse, the comments in this group of 80,000 doctors, by many of the doctors themselves, were absolutely vile, totally anti-Semitic. And as the Jewish doctors were being removed, they've been taking screenshots of these disgusting comments by doctors. And now they're sharing them as they should. So just remember that whatever you say on the internet anywhere is public forever, especially in a Facebook group, even if the rules are not to screenshot it. When there are 80,000 people there, people are going to see it and it is going to impact you and your career. This is a lesson that I tell my kids. It's not one that I should be having to tell Ivy League educated surgeons. You should be smarter than that. They should be smarter than that. 
So in the last kind of lesson and story I want to share that came out of this week is don't stay silent, especially if you're a public persona, especially if you've spoken out for other social causes. Terrorism isn't a social cause. It's a global crisis. But right now I'm talking about America's sweetheart, Taylor Swift. Now, there have been so many people who have said just to leave her alone and she shouldn't be forced to make a statement, but I wholeheartedly disagree. This applies to any and all public figures who have not come out and denounced terrorism. I want to ask, did these public figures denounce 9-11? Did they denounce the war on the Ukraine? Did they stand up for Black Lives Matter? You can't pick or choose. Sorry, you can't pick and choose. I've said this before, and I will continue to say this, but the world woke up on Thursday or Friday morning last week, it's really all a blur, to Taylor and Beyonce having the time of their lives at her movie premiere. And at the same time, the world was also waking up to stories of the most horrific crimes to ever have been committed by one man on another man in the state of Israel or woman. The posts were tone deaf, especially as she had and as of now still has not said a word about what's going on in the world. And when you do this, your community sees. They do take note. Now, is this really going to impact Taylor Swift? Probably not. But if you're not a billionaire, it might impact you. So honestly, I think that a lot of people in the Jewish community, they, you know, really went from loving her to really being lukewarm about her, if not totally writing her off. When you are silent, you push people away. So don't make that mistake. There's a lot here, a lot to unpack. And I shared this with you because like I said last week, there's no blueprint for how to handle yourself right now. But there are best practices to make sure that you come out the other side unscathed. If you have questions, ask me, ask a friend, ask someone you trust on social media, get a second opinion. And if you're really not sure what to say, or you're not sure about what it is that you're going to say, hit pause and don't post it for now. I just want to take a second to thank everyone who has really been there during this trying time. It's been no secret if you follow me on social media that I am personally greatly impacted by the events of this week. I'm completely gutted. I am gutted for the state of Israel. I am gutted for the utter atrocities that happened there. And I am gutted gutted for the innocent civilians and especially the children who are caught in the crossfire and being used as human shields by the terrorists known as Hamas. You know, as I've come forward and I've opened myself up and I've shared my feelings, many of you have welcomed my information and my stories with open arms. Many of you have reached out, you've DM'd me, you've texted me, you've sent me emails, you've shared my my posts, you've shared my stories, you've amplified them, you've made sure that your community knows too what it is that I'm feeling. And for that, I just have to say thank you. And to everyone who has reached out, you have no idea how much it means that you have, and I'm sure you never will. I want to thank you for really being so supportive. And if there's anything that I can do to help you, please don't hesitate to reach out and ask. I am planning on dropping an interview episode on Thursday. If anything changes, I will post it on the Dear Found Her Instagram. I pushed out last week's episode to this week. 
It's with an incredible founder who is doing a lot of good in the world. And I think it's just a really timely story. And so I would like to share it and I hope that you will give it a listen. So stay tuned for Thursday. But for now, I want to thank you for listening and thank you for being here and thank you for all of your support. Have a great start to the week. And again, if there's anything I can do, please let me know.